Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Real quick, before I forget, make sure that you like and share. Like and share this podcast. I cannot friend you on Facebook. Otherwise, I would. We're watching who is watching us right now, but we are not allowed to friend you. I have not been able to friend anybody for over two years. So like and share as much as you possibly can, especially share on Rumble where we're growing the fastest because we're not banned at all. I'm shadow banned everywhere. I'm shadow banned even on Twitter. I'm shadow banned on YouTube, obviously. Shadow banned on Facebook, if not completely banned on YouTube. So share this as much as you possibly can because the truth comes out right here on the Tom Lively podcast. Just real quick on the whole, well, not real quick. I'm doing a whole segment on it right now. But I just was caught when I was watching that last media montage about the Trump collusion hoax. As you know, the Durham report has come out. Durham is nothing more than a deep state operative. He's nothing, he's he's not, there should be multiple criminal charges. It's a, there's the quote that's been going around is, if this stuff isn't illegal, what's the point of having a law? If this is not, this doesn't break the law. What is breaking the law? So Durham is is nothing more than a deep a deep state controlled opposition hack is who he is. He had to put this out because if he doesn't, this is this is not a, a purposeful exoneration of Donald Trump. It is a forced exoneration of Donald Trump because there's absolutely no evidence. They know eventually that whether it's uh, James Comer's board or. Uh, you know, any other board that's right now controlled by the Republicans, Jim Jordan's board, the we- the weaponization of, of government board, whatever it may be, they know they're going to be outed. They know that they have to get ahead of these things. It's, a, it's the same exact thing that went on with the classified documents. They knew that Biden had classified documents. Bill Clinton has da- classified documents. Uh, Obama's 144,000 classified documents. We know that. So they had to get out ahead of it and raid Mar-a-Lago. So then they're going to, of course, and they have with Jack Smith, appoint another special counsel. They can do this all over again. And one of the things that really caught my attention, of course, I'd forgotten about it. The, you know, the Trump collusion hoax began long before this podcast began. But it's just interesting how they use the exact same thing. It's what I, it's what I tell you all the time. Demons have been around for as you know, as long as you may, longer than humanity, but just using it for easy conversation, they've been around the entire time humanity has existed and they do the same things over and over again, the exact same Nazism. And I, and I don't back off of that whatsoever. The exact same Nazism that you saw or you read about in the 1930s and forties is, is coming about again right now with the butchering of 41.2 million babies per year. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport, your CBDC medical experiments on, on people, whatever it is, over censorship, disinformation, governance board, whatever, you know, it's the same exact spirit because it's a common spirit. It's a, den- a demonic spirit. Same thing that they were doing because every person watching this right now is an eternal being. Everybody, no, but not one person is going to die. Each and every one of us will spend eternity somewhere after this body stops working. So it's exact same, exact same common spirits, exact same devils. And like, just like we just got past the 51 former Intel chiefs says that the Hunter Biden laptop is disinformation. Well, 17 former Intel, well, 17 of our Intel agencies said that there was, that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. Seven, this exact same thing that was done four years ago, five, well, it's the beginning of Trump, 16, seven years ago, was just done 
uh, two and a half years ago during the Trump versus Biden presidential campaign. Exact same thing. 51 former Intel chief said the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. 17 of our Intel agencies said that Russia, that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians or that there was Russian involvement in the elections. So the exact same thing over and over again, which why, again, I'm kind of saying something I usually say more towards the middle or end of the show, but I'm going to say now is it absolutely boggles my mind how people ever believe one thing coming from the Democratic Party, from Washington, D.C., the Uniparty, which includes both the Democratic Party and most Republicans, is the Uniparty. Why anybody would believe anything coming from the FDA, NIH, or CDC, why anybody would believe anything coming from the World Health Organization, the United Nations, why anybody would believe anything is because all they are are hoax factories. But yet when they put out COVID-19, many staunch conservatives followed their orders. The exact same people that prosecuted Michael Flynn, and this was Joe Biden's idea under the Logan Act, under, because Mike Flynn was talking to Russians because he was the incoming DNI, which is his job to talk to Russians, and then was investigated for talking to Russians. The, and then Joe Biden comes up with, in, in one of their nefarious briefings, with Clapper there and Comey there, Obama there, Loretta Lynch there, all these corruptocrats who will put you in prison for the rest of your life. Because a real deal then. Everybody kind of sits back. It's all political. It's all somebody else. But it's a real big deal when you're a 1-6 defendant and you're staring at 20 years in prison for unlawful parading on the Capitol. You have Mike Flynn in one of these nefarious briefings. Joe Biden comes up and says, you know, we're going to, let's prosecute him for it. Let's just dredge up some. Let's see. The Logan Act, which nobody's ever been prosecuted for in the history of the United States of America. That's who these people are. Those are the exact same people telling you to mask and buy an electric vehicle. The only question I have is, how far will the evangelical church cave this time? How many conservative Christians, how many conservatives, period, will cave at the next hoax? Because you have, you have people split even in, in Republican circles on, did Trump collude with the Russia? Absolutely not. Same liars that told you to mask espouse the collusion hoax. Same liars that said 51 former Intel chiefs deemed the Hunter Biden laptop to be Russian disinformation are the exact same liars that said 17 former Intel agencies said that Trump colluded with Russia. All lies, one right after the vax is safe and effective. And there's another lie. It's all lies. Why anybody, and I sat there and watched it. It's only three years ago, and it just ended really a couple of months. The state of emergency just ended at the beginning of this month, a few days early, because it was voted in early by the Congress and the Senate. Our state of emergency just ended for, with COVID three years and two months later. 38 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. And I still have never seen anybody come out and say they were wrong. All these major Christian leaders, Southern Baptist Seminary, all these different leaders, nothing. Nobody's come out and said they were wrong. Not one person. The people who came out and espoused all sorts of prophetic nonsense at the, never come out and said they were wrong. They just, they just hope that nobody is able to go back far enough on Facebook and expose them. 
All these COVID caving pastors that are now right-wing zealots. But really what they were before were bent over pastors. That's what they mean, because this is all this the same thing, one lie. Oh yeah, they, they lied about the collusion. You know, they, they lied about the, they lied and they, they persecuted General Flynn, and then you took their vaccine. That's amazing to me. Hillary, man, they lied about, they should have, they should have uh, prosecuted Hillary Clinton for 37,000, uh, 37 or 30,000 deleted emails. And then you took their vaccine. I can't stand that they're these people that butcher the unborn. I can't stand these people that are dressing up as men and pretending to be women and demand that you call them women. Then you took their vaccine. You wore their mask. You wore their symbol. And I don't have a problem with it if you said you were wrong. I have a problem with it if you obfuscate the truth and you say I was wrong for what I did. And if you came in early enough, you don't have to say that you're wrong. There's people that came in early enough that closed down for a couple weeks. Then they were suing the governor. Okay, I like those people. But you that closed for months and months and months and masked for months and months and months, vaccinated your poor kids, you need to come out as Christians and repent. You really do. All right, so let's focus on the Trump collusion hoax, one of the many endless hoaxes, climate change hoax, vaccine hoax, COVID hoax, COVID response hoax, Rush, uh, the Russian bounties hoax, Russia, uh, Trump called uh, soldiers who died on, at D-Day uh, losers hoax, Mar-a-Lago hoax, classified documents hoax, Stormy hoax, Trump election violations brought forward by Alvin Bragg hoax, E. Jean Carroll's lawsuit of Trump for defamation and sexual assault, hoax. Same thing. They do the same again. It's the same thing over and over again. And they Anita Hild, they Christine Blasey Ford, they E. Jean Carroll because nobody did anything about it. Nobody's done it. And, and, and John Durham lines up once again. He's supposed to be this man of authenticity, a man of character. No, he's not. He put this out and nobody, nobody's being prosecuted. There's one successful prosecution. There should be many. The one successful prosecution I bring up now, because I don't, I'm not going to bring it up later, was for the FBI attorney who was asked by the CIA if Carter Page was a CIA asset. He he sent an email. He he sent an email. Sussman, Michael Sussman, sends an email to the CIA asking if Carter Page was a CIA asset. CIA sends back, yes, he is. Sussman changed it to, no, he isn't, an attorney. He was successfully prosecuted for obstruction. And by the way, all of his, all of his bills are paid, and he's back being a practicing attorney. Right now, nothing ever happened to the guy, nothing. Remember, you have the FBI that actually has an office in Perkins Coie's building where Michael Sussman worked. And anybody, like, you know, it's all, everything you've ever seen is a hoax, then why would you put their mask on, take their vaccine, buy their electric vehicle? Why would you ever espouse any of their false virtue? Like, you know what? We can open safely. We can clean up our environment. And I'm not, listen, I I hate littering and all that stuff. But if you espouse anything close to, we can lower our emissions. Why lower emissions? Define the problem. Define the, give me the amount of CO2 that, that is at a problematic level. 
just define it. Tell me where, when CO2, the levels of CO2 come problem, become problematic. Not one person on planet Earth can answer that question. Not one. So this is just another example of a hoax. It's all hoaxes coming from the left, and it's all hoaxes coming from the rhino right. It's all hoaxes. It's all lies. And you have, and there's no, you, you, you don't be nice to a liar. You don't, be, you don't even need to be cordial with a liar. Civil, maybe, not cordial with liars. Enough is enough. All right, Charlie Kirk video. Here's the longer version of the Jake Tapper confessional that we saw in the pregame. Play it for me. Report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Let's bring in CNN senior justice correspondent Evan Perez. Evan, what exactly did Durham find in this report? Well, Jake, the, uh, the bottom line finding from uh, John Durham's four-year investigation is that the FBI moved very quickly to investigate these allegations of connections, of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia, and that they did so by ignoring a lot of uh, evidence that would have led them to drop that altogether. He's saying that uh, they may have had uh, reason to uh, open a preliminary investigation, an assessment, perhaps these are very, very low-level investigations, but certainly what he finds is that there wasn't enough there uh, to, to, uh, to, to support the FBI's decision to open a full-blown investigation of, this, uh, of, of the Trump-Russia ties back in 2016. I'll tell you uh, one part of, of what he writes here. He says uh, that it seems highly likely that at a minimum, confirmation bias played a significant role in the FBI's acceptance of extraordinarily uh, uh, serious allegations derived from uncorroborated informa information that had not been subjected to the typical exacting analysis uh, that the FBI usually uses. Uh, he goes on to say that the FBI discounted or willfully ignored material information that did not support the narrative of a collusive relationship between Trump and Russia. Very quick, now I'm going to show you part two of that video in just a second. So they ignored exculpatory evidence. So you had evidence that came in, and I'm going to show you all this. We'll do it step by step here in just a minute. I hope it doesn't bore you, but you got this is the, this is this is what we have to do. We got to go all the way back to the 30,000 deleted e Hillary Clinton emails, because each one of those deletions is a federal offense, a felony. She needs to be tried for it. Christine Blasey Ford needs to be tried for fall fall for filing a false police report. A lot of Fs in that statement. So they ignored exculpatory evidence, evidence that said that Trump was innocent, mainly that none of it ever occurred. Does everybody realize that nothing ever happened, not one thing ever happened? They'll talk about uh, uh, Trump Jr., Donald Trump Jr. meeting with the, with the Russian. That was a setup. I don't have time to get into all this tonight. That was just a setup so that you could put a Russian in the room with the guy. That's all that it was about. But they ignored exculpatory evidence that just, yeah, Trump's innocent. This doesn't even exist. There was never a PP tape. Trump never was urinated on. Igor Danchenko, that's his story. The Trump, and he, and, and he said that it was a lie. He's acknowledged that it was a lie. He was never peed on by Russian hookers. There was never a hotel room. There was never Russian hookers. There was never PP. Trump was never there. This never happened. George Papadopoulos was arrested for obstructing an investigation into a crime that never occurred. Same as Steve Bannon, same as, as Peter Navarro. 
They, they acknowledged that they, this is John Durham acknowledged that there was never enough evidence to even justify starting an investigation. And they had confirmation bias. In other words, they didn't seek confirmation on any of the information that came in, on any of the evidence that, they came, that came in. They never sought confirmation on any, of it, on, any, on any of it, and they ignored exculpatory evidence. So in other words, if something that came in and in, in any way, shape, or form incriminated in their mind or potentially incriminated Donald Trump, they were all in and they didn't confirm it. If something came in that was exculpatory, they completely ignored it. That's the FBI. And I know that you may get sick of me telling you this, but it's all the same monster. It's all the same agenda to leverage you into a one world commerce system. Revelation 13 and 14 style. Leverage you into a one world commerce system with a single access point controlled by a tyrant. This is the Gestapo of the globalist left is the FBI. It is the Gestapo, Goebbels of the, of, the, of the globalist left, the DNC, is the FBI. You might be thinking, why Goebbels, Tom? We get the Gestapo part, but why Goebbels? Well, who are they in collusion with also? Who's actually doing the collusion? The FBI with Twitter, the FBI with Google, the FBI with Facebook, the FBI with YouTube. They're the ones who, that's Goebbels. They, they are the ones running the media. They're the ones who took down the New York Post article on the Hunter Biden laptop which was completely and totally true under disinformation because we live in an inverted world where disinformation is information and information is disinformation. So confirmation bias ignored exculpatory evidence. There was never enough for an investigation at all because there's nothing to investigate. Here, you know, this is going to be deep right here now. 25 years of law enforcement. If there's not enough for an investigation, you know what you do? You don't investigate because there's no need to investigate that which never occurred deep isn't it here's the second part play for me a couple uh quotes here from the from durham's report one based on the review of crossfire hurricane that's the investigation into trump and russia and related intelligence activities we conclude that the justice department and fbi failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in the report and he says about quote sir about regarding certain personnel intimately involved in the matter, there was a, quote, predisposition to open an investigation into Trump. He, he is basically saying, he's, he's not, th these are not criminal allegations, but he's saying that this was unprofessional and failed to meet the standards of the Justice Department and the FBI. And right after this, when Jake Tapper starts to talk to his guest there, it becomes the typical leftist dialogue of, you know what? Now, you saw tape, uh, Tapper go ahead and run propaganda. It was, it was not criminal. And then his guest starts to run the usual verbiage for the globalist left. It was sloppy, you know, sloppy, like, like Bill Clinton when he's talking about Sandy Berger taking classified documents out of the White House, out of the DOJ, wherever they were. And they, well, Sandy Berger, he's just sloppy. He's sloppy. It's just sloppy. No, it, it, he was, they were found. Of course, this is an indictment on John Durham, too. If they failed John Durham, to uphold the fidelity of the law? Why is nobody being prosecuted? Why is nobody being prosecuted if they failed to uphold the fidelity to, fidelity to the law and had a predisposition to go after Donald Trump? That's the, our, you, you want your cops, your local cops, to have a predisposition to come after you? Your federal cops to have a predisposition to come after you? Look what's happened to the man. Sued everywhere. 
Three three open criminal investigations, and none of which he's even remotely close. Never even he never. This isn't a criminal investigation; it's a civil case. He just closed. He doesn't even know who E. E. Jean Carroll is, a nut job who lives out in the woods where where she paints the woods. She paints rocks in the woods. The Democratic Party will always find some nutcase like Jean Carroll or Christine Blasey Ford to go after a conservative because they always repeat what they do over and over and over again. What they did to Donald Trump, which is actually hysterical in some ways, the collusion hoax has some of the same names in it that they that they did a prior collusion hoax with John McCain. Read some of Dan Bongino's books. It's fascinating. They did the exact same thing to John McCain using the exact same verbiage and some of the same people. John McCain knew it, but he was enough of a deep stater that he got it off himself. And then John McCain saw them doing it to Trump. And what did he do with the Steele dossier? He brought it to James Comey in person. Amazing. Sean Davis tweet. Breaking special prosecutor John Durham concluded that neither U.S. nor the intelligence community appears to have possessed any actual evidence. Nothing ever happened of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the crossfire hurricane investigation. Absolutely no evidence. Go to the next one for me. Greg Price tweet. Breaking, according to the Durham report, the plan by Hillary. This was all set up by Hillary and she's walking around scot-free. She was never accused, leave this up for me. She was never accused of an insurrection. And for four years after the, after the election says that Donald, Donald Trump was illegitimate. Never, she was never accused of being a threat to our democracy. She was never accused of insurrectionist or seditious activities, nothing. She did this entire thing. How did, how did, it, how did it work? Very easy. The Hillary Clinton campaign hired Fusion GPS actually hired Perkins Coie, as usual, Mark Elias, same actors, same devils, same hoax, over and over and over again. Hoax over here, mask over there, trans over here, vaccines over there, hoax, hoax, climate change, hoax, hoax, it's all a hoax. All for the leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, leverage you into a one world commerce system. It's all one giant. What she did was she herself, she herself hired Perkins Cooey. Perkins Cooey hired Fusion GPS. Fusion GPS hired Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele hired Igor Danchenko. That's how it happened. That's all there is. Never, no, never hotel, never prostitutes. I'm going to show you there's two veins. There's the Steele dossier, and there's the Papadopoulos angle. They use both. I'm going to outline this for you. But let's lay the groundwork. You're like, Tom, this is old. It's not old news because none of the statute of limitations has run out on any of this. John Brennan needs to be prosecuted. I'll show you why in just a minute. Breaking according to the Durham report, the plan by Hillary Clinton to create a false story linking Donald Trump to Russia was briefed in August of 2016. When was the, when was the investigation open? Does anybody know? Uh, that would be late September of 2016 is when they opened up Crossfire Hurricane with Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, the, the FBI lovers. That's when it all started. So they were all briefed before that. All, who was briefed? Let's look. The plan by Hillary Clinton to create a, according to the Durham report, the plan by Hillary Clinton to create a false story linking Donald Trump to Russia was briefed in August, about two months before, 2016 by CIA director John Brennan 
to President Obama, Vice President Biden, who needs to be criminally prosecuted, right now, not when, not when he gets out of office, now. AG Loretta Lynch, Loretta Lynch and FBI Director Comey. So they were all told by John Brennan that the collusion narrative against Donald Trump was a fabrication of Hillary Clinton. Full stop. It's over. But what did they all do? You Look who's in the room. John Brennan told them verbatim, it is a Hillary Clinton-generated hoax. About a month and a half before James Comey, who's in the room, opens the investigation. It sounds just like the vaccine. We're going to use a vaccine to stop transmission of infection using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission of infection. We're going to open up an investigation into a crime that never occurred. He knew it a month and a half before they opened Crossfire Hurricane. That it was a fabrication. Then why did he open the investigation? Why did Loretta Lynch, who was Comey's boss, allow him to open up the investigation? Why did Joe Biden, who was Loretta Lynch's boss, allow her and Comey to open the investigation? Why did Barack Hussein Obama, who was Loretta Lynch, who was Joe Biden's boss, who was Loretta, Loretta Lynch's boss, who was James Comey's boss, allow them to open the investigation when they were briefed by the CIA director, John Brennan, that it was all Hillary Clinton-generated hoax? Why? Why? Well, there was, you know, the Russians, uh, here's what the rhinos will say. Maybe some of you watching said this kind of stuff. Well, we know that the Russians interfered. I just don't think it was Trump. Russians didn't interfere unless you count buying $200,000 worth of ads interfering. They bought $200,000 worth of ads. $100,000 went to anti-Trump. $100,000 went to anti-Hillary. That's it. Case closed. Who, who, who colluded with the Russians? Who? Where, who, are the, who are the Russian operatives? There aren't any. So there it is. It's over August of 2016 but what happened all those people on that list participated including john brennan who brought the information to all these people he himself testified on one goebbels network after another that donald trump colluded with the russians after he read the document saying that hillary clinton went to perkins cooey went to fusion gps went to christopher Steele, went to igor danchenko and it's all a daggum hoax he himself went on. Think about, think about what kind of soulless, devoid of all human character and dignity type of person you have to be that you read the report yourself that it was an outright hoax and then spent the next four, five, six, seven years espousing the opposite. Imagine what kind of person you have to be to be like that. And you don't think they'll put you in prison for life? They will. They will, and they'll sleep like babies at night. If it was up to them, Papadopoulos would be in prison. He'd man didn't do one thing wrong, nothing. Flynn would be in prison, didn't do one thing wrong, nothing. Stone in prison, didn't do one thing wrong. Raiding Veritas, raiding, we see they're coming after Giuliani again. What are they? Same old thing, right? Same old thing, somebody espousing sexual abuse. Here we go. How do you disprove it? How do you disprove it? She says you did, you say you didn't. She has no evidence. But you get tried in New York, you're going to win that boy, Aaron. I could spend the next three hours and go right back into my criminal justice system spiel. You're going to win? You're going to, you're going to win a lawsuit in NYC? You're going to win a criminal proceeding in NYC? And you have no chance. Oh, Tom, no, because I'd be completely innocent. Oh, so is Donald Trump. He's never even seen Kareem G, uh, uh, e, whatever, uh, e. Jean Carroll. I don't know why I get Kareem and E. Jean all screwed up. Thank you. Thank God you're here, Aaron. He doesn't even know who that is. It's just like, it's like Brett Kavanaugh with that with that just empty look in his face, like, who is this Christine Blasey Ford? 
You have no idea. There's dredged up scum of the earth, worm ridden filth humanity. And I'll say it outright Democratic Party whores. That's what they are. I don't care that they're women. That's what they are. Democratic Party whores in the back of the Democratic Party limousine, used and abused and put away. That's what they do every time. That's what they're doing the Rudy Giuliani. I found some nefarious person to come forward and say that he was that he abused her, sexually harassed her. The same old thing over and over and over again. The person gets paid half a million dollars on GoFundMe and they disappear into oblivion, just like Christine Blasey Ford and just like Gene Carroll will next. All right, Greg Price uh, tweet back on topic. Oh, where am I at? Oh, oh, okay. Luke Rosiak tweet, the CIA sent a memo to Peter Strzok. Here it is. Now, we, we just covered the briefing where it should have all ended in October 16th. Now, it doesn't end there. This, this happens. The CIA sends a memo to Peter Strzok saying it had intel that Clinton was trying to frame Trump for Russia ties. So the CIA is actually doing the right thing. The CIA sent a memo to Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok, who is in charge of what? The crossfire hurricane investigation that never that started in September, that was completely invalidated in August. Saying it had intel that Clinton was trying to frame Trump. The CIA tells Strzok, Clinton is trying to frame Trump for Russian ties. Strzok concealed it from his investigative team, from his investigation team. He hides it from him. He needs to go to federal freaking prison period now and if, it, if we have to wait until we have our ag in there he needs to go to federal prison now for obstructing a federal investigation it's a felony he needs to go to prison for every single one of those counts and he goes on every network msnbc abc cbs he goes on all of them cnn espousing his virtue all the while this was going on, he was having an illicit affair with another FBI agent, attorney, Lisa, Lisa Page. Strzok concealed it from the team tasked with investigating Russia. When one agent found out, he felt so betrayed that he stormed out. And here's my problem. You may not like this part, but that agent who stormed out, where is he at? If that was you and that was me, would you have brought it forward? I would have. I can't live with myself like that. You just let's... You, Donald Trump could have gone to prison. Michael Flynn did. I mean, he didn't go to prison. He was sentenced to prison. And you, you storm out of a room and you do nothing? Why didn't you come forward? Why didn't you go to the Trump team? There was different Trump officials that could actually be trusted at that time, and you should have gone to them, but they don't. That's why I say to fund the FBI, strip it to its studs, Defund it, get rid of it, because they're, they are corrupt from top to bottom. Are there a few good agents? Maybe. But just like that guy who stormed out, he never did a daggum thing about it. Because you know what? You're going to do anything to keep your middle class life. And I'm middle class. I'll do anything. That's why everybody masked, everybody vaxxed, everybody bent over, took first vax, second vax, vax, third vax, fourth vax, fifth bivalent vax. Can't wait for your sixth one. Anything to keep my life. I, I don't want to. I don't want to not be able to fly to Disney. I don't. I, I have to go on a on a cruise. It's a, It's. I mean, it really is amazing to me what people will do to to, to uh, preserve their forty seven thousand dollar a year job. 
I was a cop for 25 years. Don't think I'm some bourgeois rich man. I am not. But I certainly won't do anything to preserve my middle-class life. I will stand in what's right, and God will take care of me because my God will supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Not my middle-class boss. In my middle-class job, I'll vax, I'll mask, I'll lie, I'll call a girl a guy and a guy a girl. I'll do anything to keep my middle-class life. That's what the problem is with the FBI. My whole career will be ruined. Let your career be ruined. Get saved and let God make you rich. That's his plan, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Read it for yourself. You don't believe in prosperity? You're wrong. Simple as that. Where am I at? All right, Christina Wong tweet. There's a lot in the Durham report, such as the FBI offered Christopher Steele $1 million to cooperate his dossier on Trump, but he was unable to. <laughs> the Steele dossier, which they used, <laughs> which they used to get warrants to spy on, to tap Donald Trump's phone lines and tap Carter Page's phone lines with the one hop rule. Started with Carter Page, and then you can one-hop it to a bunch of a bunch of other people. That's how it works. One-hop rule. You hop to this person, next person, so they can get. And, and you have James Comey says we were we were ordered by the FISA court to do those wiretaps on Donald Trump. Really, you were no, no. You did what's called a FISA application, and the judge gave you permission to do it. You wanted it. You didn't get ordered by a court. This wasn't a warrant. You didn't get ordered. I mean, even a warrant's not really a court order. That's actually given a probable cause or a probable cause affidavit is submitted to the court. You're asking for a warrant. Well, we, it was a this was a court. I remember I watched watching them testify. This was a court order. No, there was no court order. You weren't ordered by a judge. You applied to wiretap Donald Trump and were granted it because you lied on the FISA application. In FISA applications. That's the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. Surveillance Court. You have to you have to put all exculpatory information, all of it. If you don't, you're lying. It's as simple as that. They lied. Again, same people that tell you to wear a mask. Exact same people. Rhino right wingers. Well, they're not right wingers. They're just ours. They're they're D's with ours in front of their names. And the globalist left. They are all liars, hoaxers. It's all a hoax. FISA, the FISA court applications were hoax, riddled with lies. McCabe signed it. Comey signed it. Rod Rosenstein signed it. They all need to be criminally prosecuted because they all know. And by the way, each one of those signatures is a federal crime. It is a felony. And they're all just walking around. Would, that, would you be walking around if it was you? You're, on a, you're, you're, a, you're a, a, a sailor on a submarine. You take a little pick of the submarine, which he shouldn't have done, but he probably didn't know. He spent a year in prison. Hillary Clinton deletes 30,000 subpoenaed classified documents and gets nothing. That's the state of our criminal justice system right now. It is banana republic. It is scary, and don't believe that it can't come for you because it can't. Ask the one sixers. There's a lot in the Durham report. It says the FBI offered Christopher Steele one million to cooperate his dossier, but he couldn't. Why? Because it was open source data. Yeah, that's what he said. That's on. That's in the Steele dossier. This is open source. That, that sounds so uh, official, doesn't it? It sounds so spy-like. FBI, open source data. Well, you know what open source data means? I Googled it. That's what it means. Open source. Anybody can look at it. 
That's where Steele, that's where Christopher Steele got his entire dossier. He Googled it. It's just like, and how, what, what happened there with that? It's simple. The, leave this up for me, other. I know I'm going long on this one. The FBI was leaking information to the Washington Post and other leftist organizations, but leftist media sources, they were leaking it saying, you know what, we're investigating Trump for collusion. They had nothing to investigate him for. Remember back to August 16th of 2016, nothing to investigate him for. But they're just putting out that we're investigating him for it. And so you have the Washington Post and other Chicago Tribune, New York Times saying, hey, look, the FBI is investigating Trump for Russia collusion. So then Christopher Steele, Christopher Steele Googles it and says, hey, Trump's being investigated for Russian collusion. Here's my Steele dossier based on what the FBI leaked to media sources. That makes sense, Aaron? Okay, there you go. That's what, that was the entire Steele dossier. That is what we call a circle bleep. It's a symbiote. It's disgusting. It's a symbiote. It's a goat rodeo. It's just all fabricated evidence built on sinking sand. There's nothing to it at all. He was, he was unable to cooperate his dossier on Trump, but he was unable to do so. Or that Steele's primary subsource, Igor Danchenko, and he could not cooperate it either. So the, people, the two people who wrote the Steele dossier couldn't cooperate it. And by the way, that's before they put in for the FISA warrants. Was that included in the FISA warrants? That the main person putting together the information for the FISA warrants couldn't cooperate the FISA warrants, nor the subsource. That should have been included. And then the judges in the FISA court would have said, uh, your sources are saying they can't cooperate this. So no, you, get, you do not get a wiretap. That was all left out. Those are all crimes. They need to be criminally charged. Get these yahoos, get these clowns under oath. And yes, we listen, obviously Merrick Garland, who, who is nothing more than Mengele, he's nothing more than Goebbels, he's nothing, he's nothing more than any uh, top Nazi official. Yes, these are all, they butcher the unborn, they do experiments on children, they do experiments on the, on the, on the general public, they have a disinformation governance board, they're all about censorship, that's Nazism. What, what distinguishes a Democrat from a Nazi? Nothing. Nothing. So here's how it worked. I wrote up my own little summary here. Some of you might be like, this enough is enough. No, you got to get it. I get I mean, I get it. The, people want more conspiratorial stuff. It's all part of the same conspiracy. Southern border, climate change, vaccines, CBDC, social credit systems, a weaponized DOJ are all part of the same agenda. So you have, who, who were the ones that just made up this narrative? Let's get down to the bottom of it. Who made up the whole Russian collusion narrative? Three people. Jake Sullivan, who's a Biden official right now in the, in the Biden administration. Robbie Mook and Hillary Clinton. They made it up. Trump was getting pee-peed on by Russian hookers. They made it up. Just like they made up that Russia hacked the DNC computer. I shouldn't act a DNC computer. That's why they refused to let the FBI investigate it. And they hired their own crowd strike investi- investigation firm. Bruce Orr briefed Andrew Weissman. Who's Andrew Weissman? That's Mueller's pit bull. That's the guy who ran. Remember, you saw how disabled Robert Mueller was. The, the, the attorney running the Mueller investigation was Andrew Weissman. A absolutely soulless, 
demonic, spineless, worm-ridden piece of filth who will put people in prison for life and sleep like a baby at night, knowing they're completely innocent. Bruce Orr briefed Andrew Weissman that the dossier was fake before the opening of Crossfire Hurricane. And long before, so he was briefed that it was fake, and then he was part of the Mueller investigation investigating the fake dossier after he knew it was fake. That making sense, Aaron? Who told Bruce Orr it was fake? Nellie Orr, his wife, who was working for Fusion GPS. So you have Fusion GPS tell Bruce Orr it's fake, who tells Andrew Weissman it's fake, and months and months later, when a special counsel is appointed, Robert Mueller, Andrew Weissman is known for a year that it's fake, and he just goes along with the investigation. $42 million, 40 FBI agents, and nothing done. There he is, the biggest, I mean, what a little weenie. What a little weenie, a face only a mother could love. He, that man, right, I'm going to tell you, these people are flat out demonic. They are evil. And you're like, Tom, why do you always put it in these terms? I just, listen, I'm telling you, the terms I put in, that man right there will put you in prison for the rest of your life and not think twice about it. It's like Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris had people on death row that she was refusing to exonerate, knowing that they were innocent. She kept people in prison longer so she could use them for free labor as the Attorney General of California. Absolute fact. Check it. Absolute fact. So Obama, Comey, Lynch, and Biden were then, of course, all briefed by John Brennan that the dossier was conjured up by Hillary Clinton. So there's the two, let's go over the two angles. The Papadopoulos angle. It's totally separate from the dossier. The dossier wasn't working, or Papa, they claim, people on my side who have investigated this, the best of the best with this is, is Dan Bongino and John Solomon. Read their stuff. Listen to their stuff. All of what I'm getting right now is from Dan Bongino. Credit Dan Bongino. They had two angles. They claim, the FBI claims, that they started the investigation with, the pop, with Papadopoulos. The rest of us know that they started the investigation with the dossier. But it doesn't really matter because both don't exist. Let's look. The allegation is, is that George Papadopoulos talked about Russian collusion to a, a Australian diplomat named Alexander Downer. That's how they started it. Let's, let's believe the FBI for a minute. I know that's a scary thing, and I just threw up in my mouth using the word believe and FBI in the same sentence. But they, that's how they launched an investigation. Because George, George Papadopoulos said something about Russia could have information on Hillary. Launch an investigation. That's what Durham was talking about when they said they had no justification to launch an investigation. Because the FBI says this is what they launched on. Not based on that dossier that's been completely discredited that we used to get the FISA warrants. They didn't use Papadopoulos to get the FISA warrants. They used the dossier to get the FISA warrants. Is it making all this making sense here? Okay. So you got, so you have the Papadopoulos angle is that he's in a bar talking to Alexander Downer and just says casually that, Russia, that Russia could come up with dirt on Hillary, something along those lines. And they claim that he said, the FBI said, claims that he said something along the lines of Donald Trump is getting information from the Russians. And that never happened because Alexander Downey testified. Whoops. He said 
There, that Papadopoulos made no mention. Oh, this was the assertion that the Russians had dirt on Hillary. That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what the FBI used to launch this investigation, according to them. Didn't use it to get the FISA warrants, but allegedly that's what they used to launch crossfire hurricane. That's so they could cover up for themselves after the dossier got discredited. They had to have a fallback story. It's all both face lies, and they're lying and perjuring themselves every time they say it. But Alexander Downish said, so the quote from the FBI is that George Papadopoulos said that the Russians have dirt on Hillary. Remember, we all heard this. Now it's all coming back, isn't it? Well, well, Alexander Downer, the man that Papadopoulos spoke to that allegedly Papadopoulos said that the Russians have dirt on Hillary, this is his quote, Papadopoulos made no mention of, 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 the, of, the, of Clinton, quote, Clinton dirt or Clinton emails or that the Russians had dirt on, on Hillary. Nothing, not one mention. And never made any reference to Russian collusion. Nothing. He actually said the Russians may have info. That opens an, uh, an FBI investigation. See, this is how they work every single time. They, they will come up to you and say, hey, what do you think about Russia? I'll, go, I'll be a cop and, and uh, you know, I go up to Aaron and say, hey, Aaron, what do you think about Russia? Well, I think it's beautiful this time here. Aaron talked about Russia, open investigation. They, I was the one who instigated the conversation. Just doesn't that sound familiar? Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, 1-6 protest where Christopher Ray refuses to answer the question of whether they had FBI assets inside the Capitol with Trump gear on prior to the breach, the breach being when the Capitol Police just opened up the doors, and Christopher Ray refuses to answer the questions about whether he had FBI assets in the crowd committing felonies and, and violent crimes, refuses to answer. Refuses to answer who Ray Epps is. Nancy Pelosi has double digits phone calls between her office and Ray Epps before 1-6. Nobody's ever asked those questions. Papadopoulos was brought in and interviewed by the FBI. And he was giving 200, what we call in law enforcement, baited questions. Or baited statements. You're trying to elicit somebody to incriminate themselves with their words. 200 times they tried. And out of those 200 times, he never incriminated himself and gave 174 exculpatory statements. He, was, he never, ever said that he committed any sort of crime at all. And all of those exculpatory statements were left off the FISA application. Strange, isn't it? So that all failed. Papadopoulos, then what was Papadopoulos arrested for, you might be asking? He was arrested for, as I said earlier, he was arrested for lying to the FBI, obstructing the FBI's investigation, lying to the FBI, obstructing the FBI's investigation into a crime that never happened. See, what they do is this, and what was his big lie? There was, no, there was no real definitive lie. What they do is they get you into one of these interviews. That's why you should never talk to the FBI, ever. They get you into one of these interviews, and you mistake a Tuesday for a Monday or a Thursday for a Friday. You lied. That's what they did to Papadopoulos. He never made, ever made an incriminating statement. He never lied. He didn't lie about anything. It's like they said that General Flynn, that, remember how they said General Flynn lied? In their 302s, the, the investigating agents' uh, documents, the 302 said General Flynn never lied. And a few months later, they claimed that he lied and changed the 302s. That's the current state of the FBI that needs to be dismantled. So the George Papadopoulos angle didn't work. They coun't use that to launch, to get wiretaps on Trump. 
So then they had to go to the dossier. So then they go to Igor Danchenko, which is the which is the the Steele dossier. Remember, Hillary Clinton hired Perkins Coie, which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele, which hired Igor Danchenko. Igor Danchenko is the nefarious author of the PP hoax. He's the one who came up with Donald Trump was in a Moscow hotel being urinated on by Russian prostitutes. That never happened. So they paid him $200,000 for that story. That story didn't pan out, so they paid him $300,000 after that. After they confirmed that Donald Trump was never in a hotel in Moscow, there was never any prostitutes, and there was no urine. Even after that, they paid him $300,000, and according to have, I share the same viewpoint that Dan Bongino said, it's to silence him, of course. Igor Danchenko, under penalty of perjury, said his entire dossier... Remember, he's the primary subsource for Christopher Steele, was bar talk, and that was used to get a FISA warrant. Christopher Steele called it, as I said earlier, open source data. So this was open source internet bar talk is what they used to prosecute Donald Trump to have a special counsel, 40 to $50 million, four years of allegations were all based on open sourced bar talk. And that dossier was walked in by John McCain. And for those of you that wonder about Paul Manafort, what was the Manafort situation? And this is all a very simplistic summary. Very simplistic. It's deeper than that. It's way worse than what I'm talking about right now. There's so many tributaries to this river. I could spend 10 shows on it. Dan Bongino spent, wrote three books on it. But if you're wondering what happened, again, all of this is from those books from Dan Bongino. If you're wondering what happened with well, Paul Manafort, you know, you had the Black Ledger with, you know, with the Russian spies. That was all a lie. Black Ledger is made up out of thin air. Just like Russian pee-pee hoax. Just like masking. Just like vaccine. Just like EVs. Just like climate change. All a lie. That's who these people are. Because they belong to their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, just like they murder 40 million babies per year. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. Hoax, 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 and then another hoax to cover the hoax. If you're wondering what happened with Manafort, they said that Manafort was talking to a Russian spy. Who was the Russian spy that he was, that he was talking to? They said he was giving information to a Russian spy. He was talking to a man. He was, by the way, a Farah licensed Lobbyist, Foreign Agent Registry Act. Barbara Boxer is a Farah agent. So was Paul Manafort. Many people are. They lobby for foreign governments and foreign businesses inside the United States. They're registered with the DOJ. That's who Manafort was. Just like you had Michael Flynn, incoming DNI, talking to foreign entities. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? They just use any slight little inroad. Michael, Mike, uh, Michael Flynn, General Flynn, he's talking to Russians. Oh, just like me going up there and Aaron, what do you think about Russia? It's nice this time. Hey, Aaron, talk about Russia. Open an investigation. Just conjure up. Just conjure up whatever it is you need to conjure up to keep the investigation going and bankrupt Michael Flynn. Bankrupt Robert Roger Stone. Bankrupt Alex Jones. That's what they do. It's, it's persecution via prosecution. It's lawfare. 
So they say that he's talking, that he's giving information to a Russian spy. So who is this, who is this nefarious Russian spy that, that Paul Manafort is talking to? It's a man by the name of Constantine Kolomik. I may not pronounce that name right. It's K-U-L-I-M-I-C-K. Constantine, oh, Kalimnik. Kalimnik, I knew I was pronouncing it wrong. Constantine Kalimnik. Who is Constantine Kalimnik? Um, he is a State Department source since 2013. Paul Manafort nearly died in prison because he talked to a State Department source about nothing. Who, by the way, isn't even Russian. He's Ukrainian. You wonder... <laughs> Aaron just said oops. You wonder why they want Ukraine to burn to the ground? That's why. And Voldemar Zelensky's in on it. So that's a brief summation over uh, one hour long of what that was all about. Here's just a few things. Now, here, here's what was going on during this entire hoax. Here's Nancy Pelosi. Play it for me. Uh, this week, we saw cold, hard evidence of the Trump campaign, indeed the Trump family, eagerly intending to collude possibly with Russia, a hostile foreign power to influence American elections. In the month, again, as we celebrate the courage of our founders, Republicans in Congress have become enablers of the Trump-Russia assault on our democracy. After these latest revelations, it's becoming clear we have suffered a desecration of our democracy not seen since Watergate. Speaker Ryan must allow a vote on an outside independent commission to get to the bottom of the Trump campaign's role in Russia's assault on our democracy and prevent Putin from ever doing it again immediately. Outside independent commission. It's not just about what happened in the past. It's to prevent it from happening again. In which the Russians offered help, which we know they did. The campaign accepted help, which we know they did. Uh, the Russians then delivered help, which we know they did. There is circumstantial evidence of collusion. The case is more than that, uh, and I can't go into the particulars, but there is more than circumstantial evidence now, so. You've said on more than one occasion that you've seen ample evidence of the Trump campaign's Russia collusion. Last March, you said you had more than circumstantial evidence of treasonous collusion with Russia. I've certainly certainly said that there's ample evidence of collusion. Can you agree that there has been no evidence of collusion coordination or conspiracy that has been presented thus far between the Trump campaign and Russia? Uh, no, I don't agree with that at all. I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion or conspiracy. But we do know this. The Russians offered help. The campaign accepted help. The Russians gave help. And the president made full use of that help. And that is pretty damning. Um, reviewing the evidence that I have, Second, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired with the Russian government in its election interference activities. My producer Aaron just brought up all this and all these people need to be sued. Adam Schiff will shut his pencil neck if he sued into oblivion. Nancy Pelosi, even though she's worth somewhere in the neighborhood of one to $200 million, never making over $200,000 in her life, somehow is, somehow is on the fortunate end of every stock deal on the planet, is worth $200 million, still sue her into oblivion. You have this going on right now, D.C. Drano, you have Trump that is actually suing CNN. Friendly reminder that Trump is, uh, has a defamation lawsuit against CNN for defaming him about Russian collusion. He wants $474 million. And by the way, the precedent has all been set. Leave this up for just a second for me, Heather. 
precedent has all been set by Fox News. Fox News has set the precedent when, when they caved to Dominion. They settled with Dominion because what did Fox News, what was Fox News guilty of? I'm no Fox News fan. I'm just telling you, what were they guilty of? Nothing. They had people on their shows espousing that Dominion was corrupt. Isn't that a newspaper article where you're interviewing somebody and they say this person is corrupt? Who's liable for defamation? The person who says that you are corrupt, not the person reporting what, what the person says. So the, the news agency that's reporting on what somebody says is not liable for what that person says. If they come out and say Fox News definitively says Dominion is corrupt, then Dominion can sue Fox News. If you have Tom Lipley come on there and say the FBI is corrupt, then the FBI can potentially sue me for defamation. See, that's how it works. So now CNN's finished because they're going to have Jake Tapper and anything of anybody else that pops in your mind. Chris Cuomo, all these people that have got, yeah, yeah, Stelter. Oh yeah, Stelter. And you, you'll go to other, go to other channels like MSNBC with Joy Reid, Rad, Maddow, Moscow, Moscow, Maddow. They've, they've been espousing for years that Trump colluded with Russia, that he, that, that prostitutes were urinating on him in Moscow. He can, they all need to be, he, he does he can, he can sue the anchor and he can sue CNN itself. He can sue the network. It's Fox News has opened up the floodgates. Anybody who espouses anything on your platform, the platform itself can now be sued because of Fox News. And they fight. It's all come out now. I don't think I'll get to it. I'm looking here on my notes. It's not looking good. I might get to it. Actually, I might get to it. But it's now come out that the reason why Tucker Carlson was fired was allegedly because Dominion insisted upon it as part of their settlement. So he's suing him. After Durham's report, I'd say that his chances of winning nearly half a billion dollars just majorly improved. It improved long before that when Fox News came. Go to the next one for me, Heather. Uh, Sean Davis tweet. Uh, breaking a Biden administration whistleblower informed Congress today that the entire investigative team working on the Hunter Biden case, just started to bring up more corruption inside of the DOJ, at the, at the IRS was removed. The entire investigation team looking into the false fraudulent tax returns of Hunter Biden has now been removed, no longer exists. Was removed from the case today. There's the, there's the date, so yesterday. And that their removal was specifically requested by Merrick Garland, the DOJ, developing. So the people that are looking into Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's tax fraud no longer exists. Team no longer exists, just been removed. That's just in your face. This all needs to be criminally prosecuted, period. All right, moving on. I just wanted to show you this. We're now officially off of the collusion hoax for now. I wanted to show you this because I wanted to show you your tax dollars at work. Mischief video. Russian missile destroys ammunition plant with $2.2 billion worth of USA taxpayer NATO ammunition in Ukraine. Here's your tax dollars at work. Play for me, Heather. Oh boy, side, Aaron, if you can't side by side that for me. You know, I just had I had to show you that. I know it's kind of a hard right hand turn off of the Mueller hoax, hoax, but it's really Ukraine because a lot of the Mueller hoax, the collusion hoax, was to cover up for Ukraine. And I just wanted to show you the Biden administration's 
administrative, excellent use of your tax dollars. There it is. $2.2 billion gone in a mushroom cloud in two seconds. Given to Voldemar Zelensky, who likes to march around in tight pants and play pianos with his penis. That's a fact. He marches around with skin-tight pants on, squeezing other men's rear ends, and there it is. That this what is, is the result of giving $2.2 billion worth of ammo that he's storing right in the middle of a city to Voldemar Zelensky. There's your taxpayer dollars. I just wanted to show you that, just so you know where all of your money's going. All right, let's go to the next one. GOP, GOP video. Fact, this is the worst border crisis in history. Play for me. Here's another interesting comparison. Let's put these numbers up comparing the administrations because I think people get so used to this, right? Seeing yeah. all these people cross. They don't realize how dramatically different it is now in the Obama and Trump administration. So look at the top line on here. This is daily averages at the border, 1,217 arrests and 339 gotaways. That's the daily average under the past two presidencies. So that's a, a long period of time, over 12 years. Then you go down to the bottom. This is what we're dealing with now. You have 5,700 average arrests per day. I can't even imagine how your folks are keeping up with all that. And 1,873 gotaways. No big surprise that the gotaway number is, is huge because there just aren't enough folks there to deal with it. So you saw in the pregame the nefarious video of Karine Jean-Pierre saying that they've cut illegal migration by 90%. Does that, does that seem to reflect that? No. And then you said you saw the picture of, of Biden sheepishly grinning. It's way better. It's way better. Now, just so everybody knows with the Title 42 thing, that, you know, we all claimed on the right that the border was going to be rushed. Well, it, it, it has been. But Biden's sitting there going, no, it's not nearly as bad as everybody said. Well, why is it not as bad as everybody said? Because they've got a million people, 600,000 that we know of, 80,000 coming up from Venezuela. So minimum of 700,000 that we know of. So really a million. And that was the estimate. We've already had hundreds of thousands have crossed already. So a million people, but most of them still perched in Mexico waiting for Title 42 to come down. It came down five days ago. Well, they're not all going to cross at once. And what the Biden administration is doing is what I told you they're going to do two months ago. Is they are actually registering these illegal immigrants in Mexico. They're not, they're not vetting them. Don't, don't miss, this is not the remain in Mexico policy where Trump required all illegal immigrants to go through a port of entry in Mexico and basically, statistically speaking, 100% of them were turned away. That's not happening. Biden is just processing them and then processing them in Mexico, not vetting them, not turning them back, processing them in Mexico and then driving them across the border himself using NGOs. That's what he's doing. And then you then you don't have the, the CBP statistics right here. These are the CBP statistics, Custom and Border Patrol statistics. If you go ahead and register them, give them all their paperwork, because you're going to just release them. And remember, they're giving people four to 10 years to report to court or no year requirements whatsoever. At their good graces, they can report to court. They're signing them up in Mexico to do that, driving them across the border themselves. The Biden, they'll say, well, it's not the Biden administration doing it. No, it's the Biden administration funding NGOs doing it. Well, you see, then they have possible deniability. Again, just using, using the examples. You have Anthony Fauci. I didn't fund gain-of-function research. No, you gave the money to Peter Daszak, who funded gain-of-function research. Alvin Bragg, I didn't receive any money from George Soros. No, you received money from Act Blue, who George Soros gave the money to. 
That's what they do. That's, that's always, so they always have plausible deniability. Which, by the way, going back to the collusion hoax, none of those people have plausible deniability. You watch, did you watch, watch Schiff, Pelosi, Biden? They have no plausible deniability. They outright defame Donald Trump. They need to be sued into oblivion. So that's what Biden is doing, so that his CBP numbers go down. It's just like it's always, it's always inverted. It's always redefining. You redefine democracy. You know, they, they now define democracy as butchering the unborn, censoring you, enforcing medical experimentation upon you, forcing vaccination, corrupt elections. And if you speak out against those, you're, you're, you're speaking out against democracy. But it's a malformed, new, brand new, evil definition of democracy that, that is not a definition of democracy. That's what they always do. So that's what they, they just redefine statistics. If you just say, you know what? The only thing that we're going to define as murder in our town is when somebody gets their head lopped off. That's a murder. Everything else, we're going to call that a criminal assault. So then you have no murders anymore. There's still the same amount of people that have been killed via murder, but you st- then you don't have murders anymore. That's what Biden's doing. He's registering them in Mexico and driving them across the border. Same criminals, same racist. I mean, not racist, uh, rapist, child traffickers, child rapists. Remember, remember the girl with 67 DNA samples found inside of her body who was eight, eight years old. Same, she's across the border now with Biden, trafficking these people, loading them up on planes. But the statistics won't show anything that goes against the Biden administration because he's registering them in Mexico and they don't have to deal with the CBP. There you go. That's what he's doing. Here's the actual numbers, though. These are the actual numbers that they allow you to see. And you know how bad it is? How much worse it is when these are the numbers that they let out? It's just like when they tell you that 5 million people, you know, died of COVID. They put it 5 to 18 million. Or how many people, how many people died of the vax? How much, how, I mean, the, with the numbers that died of COVID, it's far less. And those who died with the, from the vaccine, it's far more. So when the UN tells you that there's 41.2 million abortions per year worldwide, how many is there really without New York and California reporting? So if these are the numbers that they let you see, imagine how many more there, there actually is. So there's the daily averages. Under Obama and, and Trump administration, the averages when they went way down at the end of the Trump administration when the wall was being finalized and he instituted remain in Mexico. But under Obama and Trump, 1,217 arrests, daily averages per day, 339 gotaways. It went slightly up under the Biden administration, slightly. From 1,000 to 6,000 daily. I mean, think about that. Daily arrests by the CBB. And now all of these arrests are being hidden. So really, it's, as I've always told you, according to the CBP themselves, every number that you see is actually one to five times higher. One to five times higher. That doesn't even count gotaways. One to five times, that's contacts. Contacts are arrests and gotaways. It's one to five times higher. So Biden is actually letting in somewhere between 12,000 and 30,000 a day. That's what's happening at our southern border. And it's reflected by his monthly average of 150,000 per month that he allows to cross the border. That we know about, and you can take that 150,000, times it by two minimum, and up to five. So Biden has gone from, under the Trump and Obama 
administrations, they had about 1,200 arrests a week. Biden has 5,700 arrests per week, daily, per day, per day. God, man, it's, it's unfathomable. And how do they arrest 6,000 people a day? 6,000 people a day are arrested. Gotaways under the Biden-Trump administration, about, four, about 350, 339. And that went up slightly to almost 2,000 gotaways per day. And this is all on purpose. Again, it's all part of the leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Flood first-world countries with illegal migrants who are easily globally governed because they have no heritage connection to the country they're illegally migrating to. That's the point of all of this. Everybody wants other conspiracies. They want CBDCs. They want the mark of the beast. This all plays just as much into it as any of those things. You can just side by side this one, Aaron. Uh, Redneck Asian video. I just wanted to show you. Illegals waiting to fly out of Brownsville to Dallas. This is what the Biden administration is doing right here. Every day, flights going everywhere. How, how's, how, how are your bills doing? I mean, how, I mean, how are you doing financially? I mean, if you're trusting the Lord, you should be doing great, but maybe you're not like you should be. You're not paying your tithes like you should. Maybe you're not doing that great. Maybe you're not sowing seed like you should, but just on average in America, the average American citizen is really struggling financially now. Really bad, by the way. I Watch, watch the post game. There's a great video about the struggles inside of Canada. They have 1.5 million Canadians per week are in food lines now. Why? Why? You bring it back to me. Why do they have food lines in Canada? I show you that because all these people, what's a flight cost? I don't know. I mean, I, I hope and Heather book all my stuff. I don't have no idea what flights cost. Two or 300 bucks per person going to wherever you go. So all that's perfectly fine for, for, and by the way, they're staying in hotels in New York City. High dollar, five star hotels. You ever get that? If you, I saw this on Twitter. I give, I would give due credit, but I can't remember who it was that put it out. It said, let me ask everybody a question. If it was you that was hard on your luck, do you believe that your federal government would come through for you and set you up at the Ritz-Carlton? No, the reason why is it's got nothing to do with our government. Our government is a puppet for the bourgeois, leftist, elitist, globalist. That's all they are. Republican and Democrat. George W. Bush was the same. The only outlier in the last, from 1980 till now, which is what, 43 years? Is that right? 80 to now was Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. Those are the only two outliers. Everybody else were globalists. Absolute globalists. That's what that's that's what this is, just so everybody knows. That's what this is all about. All right, switching subjects again. Outkick tweet. I just want I just I I I titled this section of the show Get Woke, Go Broke, Go Broke, whatever it may be. Outkick tweet. Disney is lost. Another 4 million subscribers. You can look at the It's from six days ago. Casting further doubt about the business of the streaming wars. And everyone talks about Disney suing Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is grinding Disney into dust. Into dust. They can't, even they can't go on like this. You can only go for so long. Go to the next one for me. Defund the, the BBC tweet. BBC News has lost 1 million viewers since March. Brits horrified by the corporation's bias and woke pushing are switching off in droves. This is what we must do. And that's why I urge all of you. You've got, if you're watching on Facebook right now, switch to Rumble. Facebook is a glow. I am banned on Facebook. 
You look right now, I don't know how many people we have on Facebook, somewhere probably 200 total. 120? Is That's on one page, right? It's about 120 people on, on Facebook now. I used to have 900. They just banned me. Now we got 365 people total watching right now on our multiple platforms. But I'm just telling you, I get. I mean, I'd have a lot more on Twitter, but Elon Musk Twitter is banning me. They won't allow the truth to come out. It's the way that it is. It's shadow banning, whatever. People are sick of it. We've got to have a parallel culture, a parallel society, a parallel commerce system. We need to be able to get our own entertainment, our own streaming, our own movies. You're like, that sounds so isolationist. And listen, I'm not telling any liberals they can't come on Rumble. I'm not telling any liberals they can't come on Black Robe. I'm not telling liberals they can't come into Foundation Church. I'm not, I'm, I'm not Goebbels. I'm not Mengele. I'm not Hitler. I don't ban people. I don't look at skin color. I don't look at any of that stuff. That's the Nazis that do that, and that's the globalist left. And it costs them, and it needs to continue to cost them. Go to the next one for me. Breitbart. Decline and fall. CNN drops below Newsmax. So now Newsmax is passing CNN. In primetime's rating, collapse. That's what needs to happen, happen to these people. Go to the next one for me. That right there is a man, just so everybody knows. And this is, this is illusionary. This is propaganda. This is deception. Notice, if you, if you actually saw the full picture of this man, that's a man who has boobs sewn on him and had various surgeries. They made sure that his bottom half is underwater. They made sure of that, and this is all to deceive people. And now Sports Illustrated, which has really been a non-entity for a long time, needs to be ground into dust also, into non-existence. Uh, Gateway Pundit, Sports Illustrated, puts transgender, biological man on the cover of their swimsuited issue edition. Absolute fact. Here's a great one. The post-millennial video, this is from Tim Pool, Tim Cast, and crew discuss Vice Media is now bankrupt. Listen to how it happened. Play it for me. Let's yes. uh, let's jump to this next story. This is a big story. I don't think anybody really cares, but I think we have to talk about it anyway. It's from TimCast.com. Vice Media has filed for bankruptcy, reached a deal with creditors, including Soros Fund Management, to purchase assets. Do you, can you guys guess how much money? they uh, uh, are going to be spending on purchasing Vice. Have you guys read this? Do you know what the number is? I do, because I have so many videos. Do you know today. what the number is? 200 million? It's zero. What? It's zero dollars. <laughs> Wait, say that one more time. Zero. Soros Fund Management, and I think Fortune's the other company, loaned Vice money, and Vice has defaulted on those loans. <laughs> so the acquisition comes with the loan as credit towards the purchase. So they're calling it 225 million, but that money was given to them four gotcha. years ago. So they're basically assuming ownership of Vice because Vice is in default. That's, some, about, that's a major implosion. That's, it's, it's just like, get woke, go broke. You were at Vice, weren't you? Yeah, I was. What, what do you think of this, this downfall? I think Vice was this edgy punk rock brand that everybody wanted to work at. And one by one, they excised from the company people who made it fun and brought in stodgy, woke psychopaths and turned the company in to plastic garbage that nobody wanted to associate with or read. And this is what you get from a $5.7 billion evaluation to nothing. That's amazing. This is what we have the power to do. You and me. We have the power. That's why I'm telling you, like 
Share this video on Rumble. Get Rumble. Get Getter. Get Gab. Get Truth. Have alternatives. Get Black Robe. Have alternatives. Listen, Rumble's fantastic. Get on Rumble. Start to wean yourself off of the other ones. Get rid of them. You let Mark Zuckerberg pretty much single-handedly stole the election from you and I by putting Zucker boxes in every urban center in America in the seven cities and the six states that cost Trump the election. You don't need to be on Facebook. Listen, I know it sounds hypocritical, but we're moving off. We're moving. We've moved away. I don't listen. Here's, here's, here's an interesting thing. I saw this and listen, I, I'm, I don't, I'm an equal opportunity offender. If Trump does something great, I say he did something great. DeSantis did something great. I say they did something great. If they did something stupid, like when DeSantis was pimping and whoring vaccines, then I say these pimping and whoring vaccines. When Donald Trump was pimping and whoring vaccines six months ago, I said he was pimping and whoring vaccines. Period. The truth is the truth. So my point is, is that we there was an election in Turkey. That's Erdogan, right, Aaron? It's Turkey. So you have Erdogan. Now, Elon Musk was warned to not put certain things on Twitter or he was going to be banned from Turkey. So he put out a justification tweet, just like he did with the CCP, when they warned him to shut up. That's why I don't trust Elon. I like him sometimes, but every time I start to like the guy, then he goes and hires. What's her face? I just forgot her name, but... Is that Yaccarino? Yeah, Yaccarino. Linda Yaccarino from the WEF and Biden's vaccine and mask whore. So every time I want to like him, so he's told by the Turkish government, you cannot put out election materials on Twitter during the election in Turkey. So Elon Musk puts out a tweet. I went ahead and complied because if I didn't, I would not be able to have Twitter in Turkey. Oh, yeah. In response to the legal process to ensure Twitter remains available. That's awesome. Leave that up for me. That's perfect. Thank you so much. So what he says is, is that if I, if I don't cave, then there's no Twitter in Turkey. So I did cave. So now I'm Turkey's whore. No, thank you. I, I would rather have nothing to be, than be my, my suppressor's whore. That's what every pastor does who tapers down their messages to keep people in the building. Don't preach the Bible because people will leave. Now you are your oppressor's whore. You are hypocrite's whore. You are their Dubois. You are their controlled opposition. They are now your master where you could just be free and have nothing to do with them in response to the legal process and to ensure Twitter remains available to the people of Turkey, we have taken action to restrict access to some content, con- some content in Turkey. So here's the, bring it back to me. So now what it is, is when you comply with that, you and you comply, you are now parroting for your enemy. You are now parroting for the enemies of free speech. Yeah, well, at least we can say something. Yeah, what they want you to say. Like at least I still at least I can still we're still on there though. It's like making yourself an electable conservative by not being conservative. So if you got elected as as a Republican who's not a conservative, then why didn't you just why don't we just elect the Democrat? Because that's what we have anyway. 
What's the point? I hope everybody understands what I'm saying. When you, when you go ahead and just drop your values for the purpose of getting a position, for the purpose of staying on, a me, on media, you are now what your enemy is. You're no different than what you speak against. You are now speaking for those who are against what you believe in. I hope that makes sense to everybody. But with Vice, I used to watch Vice all the time. It was great. They had these behind-the-scenes wrestling documentaries. They were, they were just fantastic because I liked watching wrestling when I was a kid, and I knew them. They wanted to go, I can't remember what they called it, but the dark side of wrestling. And they had the dark side of this, and the dark side of was great. And they ruined themselves. And lo and behold, now who owns them? They get a, they get a loan four years ago from George Soros. They get a loan from George Soros from two years ago for $225 million. They default on the loan, so he just takes over their, co- they takes over their company. They had a $5.7 billion evaluation down to zero. Why? Because they went woke. They went woke. Same thing is happening to Budweiser. You saw the Miller-like advertisement. That's gone now, by the way. That lasted about three days. About three days, you had the women up there claiming that they're the uh, inventors of beer. Abs- you know, just not true, not remotely true, but an absolutely woke ad. We need to let these people go broke. Same thing, that, same thing with blue areas in this country. Let them go. You're like, I can't move. You can't move out. Don't move out. You're risking, you're risking, we're risking being criminally prosecuted because there's nobody to stop you from being criminally prosecuted. Whether or not you committed a crime or not, it won't matter. I won't get into that because I'll be on until 12 o'clock tonight talking about it. But we need to stand up. And listen, I'm telling you, one great way we, we're, listen, Donald Trump isn't going to be president until January of 2025. Or DeSantis, if you're voting for DeSantis, whatever it may be, I don't care. I'm just telling you, I haven't decided yet who I'm voting for because DeSantis hasn't entered the race yet and I want to watch him debate before I decide. See how, that's, that, that's what you call democracy. But we, there are things we can do now. Just like Congress can control the purse strings. Congress can right now, without President Trump's approval, defund the FBI. And they should. And we needed to fund Budweiser. I don't drink beer. I don't drink at all. I hate alcohol, but I'm just telling you. You can defund Budweiser. Defund Miller Lite. Def- Vice has been defunded. What's the other ones I just were ta- was it just talking about? CNN defunded. Sports Illustrated needs to be defunded. If you're going to put a transgender man on the cover of your swimsuit issue in your Sports Illustrated, defunded. That's what needs to happen. Highest numbers right when I'm closed up the show. Amazing. I don't know if I need to start later or what. Some of you, do you want me to go on? Let me know. Do you want me to go on every day? Do you want me to go later? Just let me know. Send me some feedback. I'll, I'll be I'll be looking at it. Love you all for the 375 people that are on. I appreciate it. Like I said, please like and share, like and share. Back here, full 90 minutes of fury, Thursday night, 8.30. And listen to this one last thing. May God richly bless you and all of yours in Jesus' mighty name. Love you all. God bless. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness. Why are you making big decisions? People make life changing decisions for themselves, for their kids, for their future in the midst of blindness. Because ask yourself, have I ever done the due diligence that's adding? Then why are you making decisions? You're operating in pitch black.
You don't know what's an open door. No, there was an open door. It was an opportunity arose. It's a way that seems right to a man. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, do you know? The Holy Spirit confirmed to you that you're making the right decision. Dating that person, this job, this opportunity, whatever it may be. Have you fasted? You crucified your flesh, you operating by your feelings. It's a great opportunity. See it all the time. Opportunity does not mean righteousness. enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt 